food is one of the biggest investments you can make. It's not that hard. It doesn't have to be expensive. It's very straightforward. A lot of the higher quality foods all in one spot. As you know, I'm always looking for the best ways to sort of keep the diet really solid and stay on point. When I'm traveling, there's always some stuff that you gotta kinda dial in. I'm actually here hanging out in Littleton, Mass, 40 minutes outside of Boston, going to my grandfather's. So here's the lovely single bed that I'm sleeping on. This is my new office for the week. You need that at all times. So one thing I picked up that I really am excited about is beef liver bites. As we make our way downstairs, the laundry. Grandpa keeps a lot of his stuff in here. There's a lot of stuff still that needs to be worked on in the sink. But I did find pans and I did just hit Whole Foods. Let's check out what we actually scored at the store. We got to the Whole Foods, it's in Westford. It's about five minutes from my grandfather's house. It's always good to go to a Whole Foods, it's easy. A lot of the higher quality foods all in one spot. So I really appreciate that when I'm shopping around, looking for foods and trying to stay carnivore. And for me, that's really important. Obviously we can't go wrong. Spring water at all times, filtered in glass. I love that for Mountain Valley. And by the way, these tattoos are Fake. They're still coming off from Halloween. Dark chocolate was on sale. Certain dark chocolates will work really well. Some will not as far as my gut issues and things like that. But for the most part, I feel pretty good on the Madagascar brand. These are always clutch. If you need something and you're in a bind, these are organic grass-fed beef hot dogs. I always feel pretty good on them. They add some texture, they add some fat to my meal. They're about 50% fat macros. Not my favorite eggs, but probably get the organic pasture Vital Farms. They come from Texas, they're from Austin. I came from Austin. They still feed these eggs soy and corn, which is unfortunate, but at the same time, they do a good job of at least giving the chickens a pastured experience where they're getting some sunlight. And really for the meat, what I decided to do was score some grass-fed chuck roast. Now this stuff runs about $9 a pound here. $9 a pound for grass-fed beef chuck roast. Stuff has a lot of fat on it. It's great for just keeping my macros as far as being a little bit more keto and getting the fat that I want because I'm not traveling with fat. So for me, it's, it's important to try to find fattier sources of food like egg yolks, grass-fed hot dogs, chuck roast cuts, not like a lean filet or London broil because I just don't need that much leanness in my meat. I need to get some fat and that's really where I'm gonna get my fat is from these dietary uh, consumption from within the meat. So we're gonna cook the pan, heat it up, and we're gonna start grilling up some of these steaks and make some steak and eggs for breakfast. This is what I got, chuck roast. As I mentioned before, this stuff at this value, $9 a pound grass fed, you can't really fault it. There's nothing else you're gonna be able to get at that price point. We're a little tight on knives here, so I'm gonna have to slice this. This knife is sharp as hell. You can see the fat cap in this bad boy is really through the meat. So I'm just gonna slice this into thin slices cuts. The pan is heating up on the backside here. And we're gonna get some of this connective tissue in here as well. It's gonna be really just a fantastic breakfast. His knives are sharp because he never uses them. Hurts <laughs> a lot. So let's put this on. Number one. 
may have gotten a little carried away with the amount of meat here, but I'm actually gonna save some of this for pre-workout and I can have some more later tonight. So it's not a huge, huge deal. There's really two things that I can think of in the last two years that I've, I've really learned as a carnivore that have really helped me sort of internalize this lifestyle, if you will, this frame, this mind mindset. And the first one is it's not that hard. It's really not that hard to be a carnivore. Your, your shopping options, what you're gonna go through at the grocery store, what you pick out is very straightforward. You are finding meat, you're finding eggs, maybe a little bit of seafood here and there, but it's very simple. It works incredibly well. People often say to me, carnivore diet's too difficult. I can't prepare this food. I'm not gonna have access to it. It's difficult to eat this way. And I respond and say, it takes more time to actually go shopping for a variety of foods, a variety of the processed and unnatural foods that you're probably gonna get in the environment. When you're a carnivore, you just take meat out, you go get meat, you get your eggs, and you're good to go. You don't really have to complicate it. Now, it does take nuance. You need to learn where to find your food. You need to learn where you can shop. You need to get an eye for this new way of doing things. But that's how anything is done. It was never easy for me to first make a video on YouTube. It was horrible. It was a struggle to get in front of a camera. But now that I've done it several hundred times and I've continually tried to work on my craft and refine myself and frankly haven't spent a lot of energy and time doing it, I have appreciated and learned that the mind always creates resistance whenever you're trying to do something new. But at the end of the day, if you push through that resistance and you get those reps and you just get that process moving, you eventually start to learn and optimize the way that you're trying to do things. And that's exactly what I found with YouTube, with a lot of the other challenges in, in my personal life, with coming out through the health journey of the carnivore diet. It was very weird and, and strange at first. And certainly there's plenty of resources now available to people you can go and, and look at our course we have online which is amazing it's it's going to walk you through exactly how to shop how to plan it how to sort of meal prep where to go and what to do but you're just getting meat and you can pre-cook your meat you can prepare it if you're at the office you can warm it up in the microwave it's not the end of the world you can have it in a tupperware you can store eggs in your fridge you can you can get an egg cooker with water and boil the eggs. There's so many easy ways to make this thing work for you, especially with so many people now working remotely. It really just boggles my mind that people think that this is a difficult way of eating. And number two, the second thing is people always seem to feel like this diet, this lifestyle is extremely expensive, that it's extremely cost prohibitive. The thing is, I just bought $9 a pound grass-fed chuck roast at a local supermarket here in New England. This is not the cheapest environment or neighborhood to live in. Homes here are a million dollars, half a million dollars. $9 a pound for extremely high quality meat, unless you're bulking or you're lifting and you're really focusing on adding in exceptional amounts of protein, you can absolutely thrive off of one, one and a half, two pounds of meat a day, make that work with a few eggs and a few other things kind of dialed in, it's not that expensive. When you factor in that, you think about the organ meats that those are five, $6 a pound, you can eat those as well. They're incredibly nutrient dense. You get your fats, fats are calorically dense and fats are sold at around the same price point. You find that this diet really isn't that much more expensive than what people are spending in restaurants, fast food, 
in other sources of food. It just doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. So when you consider that and you think about the health implications of having higher inflammation, having metabolic dysfunction, putting your body at risk for many other things that the carnivore diet really helps eliminate, it just seems like a massive value for what you're spending. Now, yes, again, like we talked about in the first point, anything you do that's new is gonna be hard. Even if you're gonna do conventional meat, which is okay to start, if that's what you need to do to kind of get to where you need to be, then go for it. Like, I think at this point, grass-fed is better for the environment, it's better for your health, it's better in the sense that you're eliminating the risk of toxins and things that could be going into your body, but you gotta start somewhere. And if you're not in a financial position to really go out there and spend the money and find the sources where you can get the higher quality grass-fed, I understand that and you should be okay with that. But also keep in mind, factory farming is terrible for the environment. And when you're buying conventional meat, you're supporting that process. And so it's, it's a balancing act and a quality of life equation, factoring in what you can afford with what you can't. But as far as I'm concerned, food is one of the biggest investments you can make in your overall health, in your quality of life. When I eat a crappy breakfast, my day immediately drops 10, 20% in terms of the quality of my day. When I wake up from a crappy night of sleep, I don't have as good of a, of a day. It doesn't really factor in the same way. And so the idea here is that there are many things you can do to optimize yourself, but food is one of the biggest things I think that has the biggest levers. And it's certainly, in my opinion, one of the second most important things I've learned. One, it's not that hard to do carnivore. Two, it doesn't have to be expensive. You can make it a way where you can actually fit it in your budget, your lifestyle, and you can make those steps happen. I'm gonna give you a bonus one if you made it this far in the video, and I appreciate all the support for so many of my friends and people that have, have, have kept loyal to the channel. This has never been about making money. It's been about sharing a journey that optimizes our health. The little bonus tip I'll give you, the number three, I guess we could say, is you can do carbs, like you can do some berries, you can do some honey. We're, we're getting to the source of our food, right? We're, we're looking at what makes us healthy. We're eliminating a lot of things through going on a nose-to-tail nutrition plan, and then we're optimizing that, and then we can reintroduce things. And you may even find that your hormones and your recovery and your, your muscles and all that you're working towards improves by actually adding in carbohydrates. It certainly seems to be the case from what we've seen in my labs, with my testosterone, with my overall fasted insulin, my blood sugar, where in a, a kind of calculated way where I'm eating unrefined carbohydrates, but actual like natural form carbohydrates from time to time, introducing those, especially around my lifting, I'm seeing performance and benefits and improvements in, in what I'm getting out of that. So for me, in this overall world and experience that we're doing, with the carnivore diet, you can have some carbs. It's not the end of the world. We're not keto zealots here. Keto certainly is great from time to time and I like to cycle in and out of it, but I don't freak out if I have carbs. And I'll make another confession. Last night I took my family to dinner and I got a sweet potato and it was fine. I put some salt on there, some cinnamon, even some cinnamon, and the sweet potato with my steak 
was totally fine. It's about improving your quality of life. I ate the sweet potato because I had an hour, hour and 20 minute workout right before then. I wanted those carbs to kind of replenish my stores and to get that carbohydrate load in there. And I was kind of jonesing for something a little sweet. And so I added that in. And it's also one of the more tame, mild, kind of tolerable plant foods, especially when you're not eating the skin. Anyways, I hope you made it this far. And obviously if you did, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate all the support that the channel's had. We've had a lot of success even as this part-time passion project. I'm hoping to continue to improve and make these videos even more engaging for you all and continue to educate you. So comment below if you want future topics, give us feedback because I certainly look at all the comments. I respond to a lot of you on those and I'm always interested to hear what your thoughts are and what you wanna learn and how I can help to share and, and be a guide to help people. So thank you for watching. Hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, drop us a comment. Let me know what you think and what your thoughts are on maybe some future content and we'll go from there. They took my honey at TSA. They said it was too uh, thick. I was bringing honey in from, from Austin. So fortunately my grandfather, he's been buying honey from this company for years and I'm just mixing this up. I'm gonna give this local, sort of local. I think they've been bought by a corporation now. This company has been making honey for a long, long time. We're gonna try this honey out. Let's see if it's any good. It's so good. Some great honey. We should sponsor this video. Man, it's so good.